Hey, food biz whizzes. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. In today's show, I'm speaking with the VP of Marketing and Growth at RangeMe, Brandon Leong. You've probably heard about RangeMe before. It's the online platform that helps brands get in front of retailers, and you may have tried it yourself. I have clients who love it and clients who haven't quite figured out how to have success on there yet. So we're going to get into it today with Brandon. Stay tuned to hear us talk about the importance of creating, organizing, and using your list of industry contacts and how that can propel your brand forward. So whether you love, hate, or just don't even know about RangeMe, you are going to learn a ton about connecting with buyers and influencers on today's show. Stay tuned. You're listening to Food Biz Whiz, the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Ali Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. Hey, before we jump in, I want to make sure that you've grabbed my free retail roadmap, a workbook that outlines my nine steps to building a brand that flies off the shelf. If you're a producer of a packaged product in the food industry, you are going to want this. I'll add it to today's show notes, so make sure you check out that PDF when you're done listening. Thanks. Hey, Brandon, welcome to the show today. Hi. Happy Hi. To be here. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you on here. So I'm going to do a little intro about you cool. and then and then we're going to jump in, all right? Okay. Okay, so my wizards, you guys, I am so excited to have Brandon on the show. He has over a decade of experience in senior marketing roles both in the high-tech, high-growth tech startups and CPG-focused businesses. So before he joined RangeMe, he was at Curie, a retail analytics company, and before that at Aria Systems. So Brandon and I met earlier in 2019 when I saw him speak at a trade show and he talked about the challenges that brands face as they try to get in front of buyers. So I found myself sitting in the audience. I was like (laughs) nodding along with everything that Brandon was saying. I was like, I have to go talk to this guy. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Brandon, but I didn't go talk to you. I got pulled in another direction. So I emailed, I emailed Brandon later and I was like, Hey, let's, let's connect. Um, and Brandon, you were talking about like not being able to get buyer contacts, never getting calls back from buyers, like not our, our producers and clients, like not knowing if their emails had ever been opened. It felt like Brandon, you and I were totally speaking the same language. So I reached out and sure enough, Brandon, you invited me to come to the Range Me offices office and learn more about your team and your platform. So nowadays, Brandon, you lead the marketing team at RangeMe, and I'll just say this. I am sure you're one of the reasons behind their success. RangeMe, you gave me the stat, now streamlines new product discovery for over 7,000 category buyers and some of the world's largest retailers, and you enable over 175,000 product suppliers and manufacturers to have greater control over their marketing of their products. Those stats are those stats are nuts. So we've got a lot to talk about, Brandon. Um, let's let's jump in. How was how was that intro? How'd that feel? Felt good. I mean, you know, you, you <laughs> now I feel super confident 
Um, yes. <laughs> I appreciate it, but thank you. Oh, my pleasure. So what's going on with Range Me right now? What are you working on? Well, I mean, those numbers don't go themselves. So obviously, <laughs> um, you know, part of what we've done and, you know, I mean, you know, one of the things that you've seen us kind of grow over the years as well, um, you know, we're, we're, we're both local in Bay Area. Um, and I think that, you know, part of what we, part of our mission here was, you know, to really give suppliers a foot in the door when mm-hmm. it came to, you know, getting in front of, getting in front of big box retailers. Um, and also, you know, giving, giving suppliers the ability to have control and have tools that no one was making for them, right, initially, um, to market to, to, to retailers, to market to retail, to category buyers. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, what I've really been up to is essentially helping uh, evangelize that message and continue to help building tools for suppliers so they can get in front of retailers and so that consumers at the end of the day have the greatest assortment possible from their favorite places to shop. I love that. I mean, I I wish that Range Me were around when I was a buyer at BuyRight. You guys, you guys weren't around, right? So I didn't even have the opportunity to connect with you. Isn't it crazy though that like something like Range Me didn't exist like no. five years, four years ago, five years ago since no. we came along? It's 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 amazing now, like you know how, how much that we're utilized in this industry. But like, imagine that like no scaled way for buyers to find new products, no scaled way for suppliers to get in front of retailers. Um, so that's that's been the most exciting part. Is like, dude, like we've we've grown so big because we found a place that you know everyone. Uh, everyone kind of ha- has the opportunity to network and be together and grow this industry. Everyone feels kind of ownership about it. Like, you know, I've talked to, hundreds, to thousands of suppliers at this point. And it's just about like having that chance to have their product shine um, and then giving them that opportunity. And then, and the buyers in reciprocation, they love it. They see yeah. more, they experience more. Um, and like I said, they get to delight their customers. So yeah, yeah. it's really exciting. I love that. And I, I'm going to go off script here for a second, but I, I realized that some of our listeners might not know what range me is at all. Mm. And so one of the, one of the ways that you have described it both to me and, you know, on stage, and I've seen you talk about this on, I don't know, maybe on YouTube is referencing the, the fact that range me is like LinkedIn yeah. brands. Can you, yeah. can you describe for someone who's never heard of yeah, me, yeah. like what the platform is and, and what do I mean when I say, and what do you mean when you say that it's like LinkedIn for brands? Well, I think, I think the best way to describe it is just like how LinkedIn replaced the resume, right? Range okay. me has done the same thing with your sell sheet. And so if you're, if you are a supplier, um, this has become kind of your home run point or home or one-stop shop essentially for all your B2B activities. So, um, you know, whether that be, you know, getting in front of retailers directly on our platform, just like how LinkedIn has recruiters looking for um, new recruitees all the time, mm-hmm. um, or that it's used as a tool for your current sales marketing. And we're, we're, we're going to dive into that a little bit that, about that today. But like, you know, LinkedIn has essentially replaced your resume, your business card, right? You yeah. use it for all things, not just on the platform itself, but you use it for outside of the platform. I mean, I'm sure most of us, or if not all of us have said at some point, I'll connect with you on LinkedIn or... Yeah. Um, find me on LinkedIn yes. or I'll shoot you over a message on LinkedIn. Same thing, right? Yes. It's, it's, it's that tool um, to help grow your CPG slash retail business network, just like how LinkedIn was used to grow your own personal business network. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I, I even see it in Retail Ready, my online course that my students yep. post in our Facebook group and they say, I connected with a buyer, you know, I reached out to them directly and they told me to go back and... <laughs> 
connect through LinkedIn, excuse yep. me, connect through Raintree. Yes, yes. I'm like, yes, go do that. <laughs> Just do that. <laughs> and you guys have a free version at the, you know, I, I don't mean for this to turn into a, a sales pitch on range me, but you, the, I, there's no reason that producers should not be using the free version at the very least. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, this, I mean, we've, we, we talk about the 175,000 product suppliers. That's like a real number. Like it's actually less than like what our actual number is. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of a no brainer. It's the same model as LinkedIn, essentially. Like it, it, we want you to have your sell sheet here. We want you to have the ability to reach out to buyers. It helps the whole industry. It helps our partnerships on the buyer side. It helps your partnerships on the buyer side. The buyer side helps our partnership with you guys, right? It's this living, breathing thing. Um, yeah, I mean, and just like how LinkedIn, if you want enhanced versions of the tools and more greater visibility on the platform, if you're ready for it, right? Like, like yep. if you've gone through Ali's, Ali's uh, retail ready <laughs> yes. courses and you're ready for it, then yeah, right? Like take the next step, show you mean business and things like that. But yeah. for all intents and purposes, be on the platform because it's better than not, right? Yes. I, mean, I, I, th- yeah. I think the, the, the funniest thing is that is people are like, sometimes they'll talk to a supplier and they'll be like, you know, I'm you know, talk about value, but I'm not getting a lot value from yeah. the platform. I'm like, like the fact that you're here right now and we're having this conversation, right. Means that you've already taken the first step. Yeah. Now use, use it, like yeah. leverage it. Like it's not, it, you know, one of the misconceptions and sorry to go off. No, I want it. I know where you're going with this and I want to talk about it. So I'll run with you. Go for yes. it. Look, it, it's not this set it and forget it thing. Like you don't up, like if you put, if you, put yourself on LinkedIn, you have to update it, right? You update your experience, you update your, your, uh, your, where you work, you update your profile with new and new things that are happening with yourself. Same thing with range me, like you don't just leave it. And then all of a sudden something happens magical and <laughs> you're, you're, you got into retail and all you have to do is press a button. It doesn't I, work that way. It's not, I, it doesn't oh, work that way. You, you, you I, get in, you get out what you put in. Seriously. I love, I love that you bring this up because I think that one of the and you know this, I'm not going to tell you anything that you don't know, Brandon. <laughs> you know, one of the things that people are frustrated about, I hear it all the time, that they they feel like Range Me isn't working for them because they've uploaded their information and then no big buyers are reaching out directly to them. And I always argue back <laughs> yeah. that they that those those producers who feel that way have unrealistic expectations of what the platform is and what it's going to do for them. Because, and I'll just use myself as an example. When I was a buyer, I was not, you know, range me did not exist, but if it did, I would not have spent, spent hours and hours a week on range me. I've got other things on my to-do list. Yep. However, if a, if a producer reached out to me and they said, you know, here's my, here's all my info. I want to drop off samples. You can find me on range me here. I would absolutely go and look at their profile and study them before I say yes or no to accepting the product samples. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's so what we yeah. Like it's, it's when buyers, use our platform in very different ways. Like, and there's one thing that is probably like a nugget for a lot of the suppliers who are going to be listening today is essentially think about Whole Foods does business differently than well, 7-Eleven. They just do business differently. Yep. They use the platform differently. 
There's a lot of capabilities that exist, but like even by category by category within a certain like retail retailer, like mm-hmm. the frozen foods buyer buys differently than the produce buyer at, yes. at Whole Foods, yeah. right? Yeah. They all use things differently. The, 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 the constant that's there, yes, the constant that's there is the standardized format. So Range B offers a, a, a way for them to discover things and digest the information, like you said, like as a buyer, to digest the information in their preferred way, in a way that gives them all the information that they want to see in a format that's uniform, Yeah. right? And then it also tells you, I mean, like just, that's why I always tell, tell um, suppliers that like just being on the platform, we're already seeing the questions when you get, when you upload your first product, right? That a buyer would ask you yes. anyway, even if you yes. got that first meeting with them. Yes. Like they're going to ask you all of these questions. You're doing that right now. You have, that's additional knowledge you, you literally didn't have 15 minutes ago. And right? I feel like, I feel like so often producers think they're ready for wholesale. You know, they have so much passion. They've built this product line. Yeah, Maybe yeah. they've hired a designer, you know, they've got a website and then, and they're like, yeah, I'm ready to go. However, they get to that first buyer meeting and they are not prepared. They have not worked out any of the details of the ordering and shipping and promotional yeah. logistics and on and on and on. And I feel like one of the advantages that RangeWe has, and even the you know the free the free version, is that they get to see what the buyers are actually going to ask them. Yep. Yep. So they have they learn just by uploading their profile, right? Yeah. It's it's like what we standardize is the way that suppliers deliver information about their product and their brand, right? And then standardize also the way that buyers in turn digest that information. Yeah. Right. And that's really what it is. And that's that's essentially what LinkedIn did. Yep. Like everyone, you know where to find things on someone's profile. You know exactly where to find their experience, you know, where their endorsements are, where like, um, you know, what they, what they've done, any content they've created, you know, they're a real person. Yeah. Right. Like just, (laughs) just, just from that, right. Like, you know how to contact them. Yeah. Like those things, those little things are really important that like a buyer doesn't have to like move mountains to get that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes so much sense. You know, for example, if I'm going to hire someone next month, what am I going to do? Am I going to put an ad on Craigslist and call through the resumes that come into my inbox? Or am I going to go on LinkedIn yeah. and look at people's profiles there? And do yeah. some searches, right? Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, you might do both, but guess what? You're definitely doing that one, right? You're yes. definitely going yeah. out there and being proactive and, um, and, but because you can, right? Because it's, yeah. it's easy way for you to do that. And like I said, you know, um, you know, hunt, the the numbers don't lie. I think we've we, we we've realized very quickly, and we're very excited about and passionate about um, you know all the all the companies that leverage us. And it, it's important for us to continue building better features, to continue cultivating the relationships with retailers, so we can continue to deliver that to suppliers. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I think that your your heart and company mission is in the right place. And I, you know, I've seen you guys change over the years too, and you know, figure out how to help all different channels and sides yeah. of the industry. So, okay, so should we talk about our main, our main point of yeah, the real reason why we're the talking, real, the real reason why we're talking, and yes, we okay. we're going to talk about the importance of building that contact list, whether it's you know, contact lists of buyers or influencers or whoever you need on in your network, and how to, how to do it. And like, what do you, what do you do with that, that contact list? Um, you've, I'm sure that you've seen a lot (laughs) of 
producers, a lot of suppliers in this industry who are just getting going, or maybe they're a couple of years in and they essentially have a stack of a thousand business cards <laughs> in a file cabinet somewhere and no real way of organizing them. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, like I, I just, we, you know, we just met up at California food expo, yes. right. That was recently. Yes. And I literally, no, well, maybe like, you know, some handful, about a hundred amazing suppliers that we saw there. Yep. Right. And you see the same thing with every single one of them. (laughs) They have this stack of business cards in their pocket, in their apron, like whatever they have. And it's funny because that is the gold ticket for them. Like every single time they get one of those things, it's like, Oh God, like that is why they're there. They, they pay for the booth and they're there to bring their products there. They bought their whole team there to get those business cards. Yep. And what do most of them end up doing with it? Well, first of all, they lose most of them. Yes. And, if, and, and the ones that they don't lose, so the good ones, right? What they do is they, they get on the plane or they get back to their office or they get back home and they start emailing people, right? They, they, they go through all their things and I had a great meeting you, da, 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 da. Um, you know, and they have a great strategy. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to email them this week because they're still getting back. I'm going to email them, like whatever that strategy is. Sounds like you've listened to my trade show podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, don't email them that first day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Which is absolutely true. Best practices, right? Like all of those things. And then, and then what happens? And they, they have a, a stack of business cards and then they go, okay, well, now that I've emailed them, right. They're in my system. Like now they, I think they're in my system. They exist here. But guess what? Like the only time you're ever going to go through that is one, if they respond, right? Or two, you remember to go back, right? And and go after that email again. But you're getting emails all the time. That same email address that you sent out those, uh, you know, those trade show follow-ups from, it's the same email that you're getting all your D2C uh, orders in, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. At some point, you're going to get buried, right? Or someone you're going to forget about. And they're all in these business cards that you never look at ever again. You literally, most people, like, after they've done the email, they, they put it in their stack or they throw it away, right? And most of those people never get reached out to again, yeah. right? Or there's just no context. And, like, you find a, you, you, like a lot of people, like, the best story is, like, you find the uh, the like the, um, the business card in your car or like in your pocket, like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I have to like, Oh, she never responded. Yep. I'm going to email her again. Like that is not really a way to scale your business. <laughs> That's not yeah, really and I mean, I am, I am over here on the other end and I am nodding along. I did this. I did this probably for three years of my business where I was like, I'm really organized. Like I I'm great at email. I'm you know, I can use a flagging system and set a calendar reminder to follow up and, you know, on and on and on. And it only worked so well. It only works until you can, until you're bursting at the seams and you're ready to, (laughs) (laughs) you're ready to throw in the towel. Right. Um, And then what happens if a better tool comes along? Yeah. Like range, like, okay, let's say this, right. Let's say you, 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 you've done really good emailing. You, you have a great cadence. You know, you've listened to Ali Ball's podcast and, and when to follow up. And then a better tool comes along. Yeah. Right. Well, how you, like, what do you do? Like, okay, now, okay, let's say I'm, I'm using Range Me now and to follow up. Because uh, I now, have, now I have this, you know, yep. digital sell sheet that's in real time. So I want to use that to follow up. How do, you, how do you then migrate 
all of those email conversations into that. It's hard, right? Like it's really hard. And I think that that's one of the reasons why people don't do it. Right. They're like, Oh man, I'm like starting from it's too, it's too big of a project. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or you start net new. Right. So like, like I will start starting with Expo West. I will start emailing people uh, using range, range me. me. Right? Yep. But then that entire, that w- what, what has just happened is that that entire first five years of your life <laughs> is in another, is in another system living in somewhere that you can't search through. Yep. You have to know what you're looking for to find things. Yep. Too. Like that's you can't the hand part. that off to a sales manager exactly. or a VP of marketing. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't scale well. Yep. Right. And so what do you do? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, one of the things that's funny, like, well, this, this subject, when you and I were talking about, we're brainstorming about this, it was really born from one, your experience. And then two, like, you, you know, I was recently talking to a lot of suppliers. Um, I do a lot of like supplier interviews and talk about them yeah. and talk about things. And one of the things I was asking them is like, um, I, we, we called a bunch of people who have never used sharing. We can tell if they didn't use sharing, but like, Hey, like, you know, why have you not, why have you never shared your profile out of the platform? Like, well, I've no one to share it with. And it's funny when you talk <laughs> through that with somebody and you start uncovering, like, well, what are your activities that you do currently in, in your sales and marketing? Well, I go to um, farmer's markets. I go to, uh, you know, I, I sell through you know, pop-up shops. I, I, I sell online, uh, ba 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 And I go, how do you meet, how do you get in front of buyers? I go, I use, I use LinkedIn. You know, yeah. I, um, you know, I, you know, I, when I see buyers, I'll, I'll email them. And I said, so what happens to all those people you meet? Yeah. And they're like, oh, like they have that kind of that moment where it's like, well, yeah, well, those are, it's, it's not that often. Yeah. But I'm right, like, right. How it long doesn't, have you been in business? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, and it doesn't feel like a big deal because it maybe it's, let's just, let's even say it's one person a week. Yes. Right? And you're like, I can handle that. Yeah. But you can't. No, you can't. Inevitably, weeks later in a year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> inevitably it falls through the cracks, right? Yep. So, okay. So I see this big, I see this problem all the time. You know, most, I would say most brands who come into retail ready do not use any sort of management system. Yeah. Um, They have it all in their email and they are, and they're stressed about it, right? Yeah. All in their head. So what do, what do they do instead? (laughs) Where do they go from here? I mean, like, I think there's levels. Yeah. Right. I think, you know, you got to walk before you run, but the practice of it, right? Like think about first, like what you want to do with it. Like, in other words, if you had a contact list, like who would be on it, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously you'd put people like, uh, like you've met a buyer for sure. That person will be on it, right? Um, someone who's an influencer, you met Ali Ball, you're going to put that, you're going to put her on it, yep. right? People who are important to your business, logistics, things like that, you're probably going to put them on it too, right? Yep. Um, People who are important to, I guess, your growth, like if people like, like an investor, someone that you know that's been in the industry for a long time, right? Yeah, probably them as well, right? But think about already just four different types of people that you definitely will meet during your lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you're only selling D to C, you'll meet these people. Yep. Because they go to farmers markets and they're yep. normal people just like you and I, <laughs> right? You will yep. meet these people, right? And think about the vastly different activities you do against these people. Yeah. And think about how important they could be in two years, how important they could be next week, how important they could be in a month. Yep. Right. And think about 
how you would identify that otherwise, right? So like, you know who, who, who would probably go on there. You probably figure that out in your head. And you know that you want, you know, what are the activities now that you want to do with those people? Yep. Well, one, of course, the first thing you always do is you contact them, right? Or you make an introduction or what have you. So you already know that you want to keep in contact with them, right? That's one. Uh, two, like, I want to know where I met them. I want to know mm-hmm. what the context was. I want to know, um, you know, what, you know, what they thought, right? I want to remember that, that interaction that I had while it's still fresh in my brain, right? Three, like, I want to know what they do. I want to know their title. I want to know their, what company they work for. I want to know all their information. Um, I probably want to, you know, I'll probably try to connect with them on LinkedIn. Yep. I, I want to do. Yep. yep. Right. So think about just those two activities, right? Who you'd have on it. And what, and what you would do if you did have them in one place. Yep. And then you think about like, okay, how would I accomplish that? Right. And we'll talk about what that means. Like what that, what you can do with it afterwards, but like, how would you accomplish that? Like, and the different levels are this, like, you know, you can start out, open up a spreadsheet, have a couple tabs. You have buyers, influencers, and logistics, let's say. Yep. Make three tabs. Put each name on that tab. <laughs> Put a link. So their LinkedIn profile on that tab, their phone number, their contact information, their title, all the information that you need and have a giant section, make it really long for notes, yep. right? About this person. Like that's where you could start, yeah. right? And that's where and most, most- That's people, where I started. That's yeah. where I started. And that's where most of my retail ready students start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we can do a little bit of, you know, formula work or use Zapier to set yep. some- automations or set up reminders for follow-ups and things like that. Um, But yeah, spreadsheet is free and you can start there, right? Yeah. And then if you are, you know, if you start thinking about like what Ali said before, like if you hire someone in marketing, so you had an intern, right? And that intern is like, you know, I'm taking marketing courses and you know, what we want to do is we want to have a email client, something free, like free version of HubSpot, free version of uh, MailChimp, right? Then you graduate, right? You input your, you can input your contacts there and take notes and do, do a similar thing. And also it kills two birds with one. So you can also email, right? So like you can do that as well, right? Um, so that a lot of people do that because that could be their primary mode, right? And then you can take those contact lists, support them and use them for things like Range Me and other tools that, that you would have that exist out there and, and to help your business grow, right? Yep. And then at the very, at the very pinnacle of that, right? As you grow, as you're growing, um, and as you know, this usually also coincides with you growing your D2C business too, yep. right? If you have a lot of, you're starting to get a lot of contacts and stuff, you, you have what's called a CRM, right? Yep. Which is like, a, and uh, it's a customer relationship manager, right? So something like, like you know, most companies in, in the Valley in, in, in technology use something called Salesforce. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's essentially what it is. It's a database of all the people that are important to your business, whether they're a customer, right? Just in, introduce another group, buyer, an influencer, and all those people you mentioned, but it's an easier way to manage and dig through. Um, allows you to track your activities, um, and it really does much help your business scale and mature. But yeah, I mean, like, these are the different, different like levels of that. That's like, you know, the difference between like, I'm ready for the farmer's market and I'm ready to go to expo, yep. right? Like, you know where you're at, <laughs> right? You know what you need to do. So, you know, start out at, at a, start out at, you know, doing something that is the right way to do it. Start out at a, at a spreadsheet 
And if you, if you quickly realize that you can graduate to something bigger and better and you want to dedicate time to this, you should because at the end of the day, the value of your business, right, um, is highly contingent on the relationships that you've had and, and, you, and you carry and you have. The data that you have against them, all the things that you can do to them in terms of like marketing, right, all the things that you can track, like that's the value of yours. When you sell your business, if you ever do, Someone's going to ask you, you know, how much money, how much, how much revenue you have in, how many customers do you have, how many repeat customers do you have, I mean, all, all these things, right? How many, um, you know, how many buyer accounts do you carry right now? What relationships do you have? That, all of that happens, right? And if you have no way to answer those questions, guess what? You're putting yourself behind the ball. Yeah. But there's a ton of value there. It's, it's the value of your business, like half of it last, is behind the scenes, right? Half of it is how you manage your contacts and, and all the data that you have. So it's very, very important as your business grows. I think about that a lot because I often have retail-ready students who, are, who build a pretty great business on yeah. Instagram and they're, or, you know, on Facebook or whatever platform, primarily Instagram. And they, they think that they don't need to do direct like email marketing or they don't need to gather those email addresses and those client contacts because they're all living on Instagram. And I always ask them, what happens if Instagram goes under tomorrow? Like, how are you going to stay in contact with all these fans that you've built up over the past couple of years? Right? Yeah. I mean, like we see it happen all the time. Like these technology companies, they own those contacts. Yeah. That's why they know that's why you pay to be on there to sell on there. It's like, yeah. they, they are a conduit for you. A, a, a great example. Um, you know, we had, I, I, there are, there are in, in the past, you know, being in San Francisco and being part of technology, you see a lot of companies build their company on top of like Facebook, yeah. on top of like YouTube. And the crazy part about that is all YouTube or Facebook has to do is change one little thing. And then you don't have a business anymore. Right. And they don't care. Like at the end of the day, it's better for their business. And, you know, they're, they're taking the, the, the greater good and they're, they're, they're trying to make themselves better and better for more people. And yeah, I mean, they, they can make one single tweak and all of a sudden their API is different or yeah. their, how, how you connect with them is different. And it changes, vastly changes your business. What you have that you still can control, right, is this, is this are the relationships that you have and the, and the data you have on these people. It's really, really, really important because you can go off if something happens to Instagram, right? Like you said, right? You can go off and have a sustainable business with scaled marketing that you control. You should be doing that anyway, but like, at least you'll have that. You can have a website, you drive these people back to the website, let people know like, Hey, you know, you, uh, you know, you, you've, you've had a great experience with me on LinkedIn. Can this, can you know that experience is even better on my website or yeah. better here or whatever that yeah. is. Right. But you need to be able to have the ability to do that. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you need to have the ability to keep those contacts organized in a yes. way that, that is scalable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love this. I could, I could talk about, <laughs> I could talk about this all day. So Brandon, you dropped a lot of great names in there um, and a few different you know, software platforms and things like that. So I'm going to link all of that in the show oh, notes. Cool. Okay. So if anybody is like, you know, what was that name of the thing that Brandon mentioned in passing? <laughs> I'll make sure that we get them all on the notes there. So if people are confused about that, we've got it. And so let's pause for a brief second and then we'll come back and we'll talk about marketing to those that contact right. list once you do have them all organized. All right. Instead of having a sponsor for today's episode, 
I want to give you a freebie, my retail roadmap. This roadmap is essential for anyone launching or growing a packaged food product, as it clearly outlines the difference between creating a product line that flies off the retail shelf versus one that just sits there. Find my free retail roadmap linked in today's show notes. You are going to love it. Okay, so we're back. So we talked about the importance of keeping your list organized. We talked a little bit about segmenting it into the different, you know, tagging it into different types of connections that you have, be it like buyers or influencers or I don't know, some of the other (laughs) like customers. Um, And I think that leads us to the next step, which is, okay, so I've, so I'm starting to use a, free or paid version of a CRM. How, what do I do from here? What do I do with these contacts? How do I keep in touch with them? How do I not sound spammy? Yeah. And I, and, you know, I think that one of the, I'll go back to kind of the, when we're we're doing introductions is um, part of, I guess the original mission of 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 me and 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 the the founding team at Range Me like Nikki and whatnot was like no one's building no one's building people are building tools for businesses people are building like there are tools that exist for all types of businesses but no one's really building it with like CPG no one was really building it for like CBG and retail in mind yep. it was like five years ago yep right that has changed yeah. right the industry has grown. There are now scalable ways to grow your business. There are now, uh, you know, there's a ton of technology out there that's, um, you know, moving closer and closer towards this industry, or at least activities that this industry has. And then the industry itself is moving closer and closer to the general tools too, right? So the industry itself is starting, like retail and CPG was one of the slower industries to kind of adopt like truly fast, scalable ways to to mature. Right now, now that's happening, right? So because of that, there's options available and just context available with, with what you're doing. Like on the D2C side, obviously, you know, you have, you have social media that exists. You have um, different channels that do different things. You, you know, you could, you, content is a big thing now. Um, I, I mean, it always has been, but like scalable content is a big thing and sharing that with people that are in your network. Yep. Um, and then the, and the B2B side, like if you think about it, like we've been spoiled, like, I know, Ali, you and I have been spoiled. Like, I've been a marketer in, in Silicon Valley for a long time now. So I'm spoiled with all these awesome tools, yeah. right? I get, I get to use a, a mature CRMs all the time. I can use crazy marketing automation systems. You know, I have, we have Zendesk, we have Autopilot, yep. we have Marketo, we have HubSpot. We have like all these amazing companies and, that help us scale what we do. Um, but if I'm like a one-person producer and let's say I have, you know, I'm the maker or I'm, I'm the, I'm the baker. Right. <laughs> yep, um, yep. and I have a, a, a business partner who's doing all my sales and marketing. How do I scale without, you know, essentially one to being repetitive, right. Yep, right. Yep. If I'm super repetitive about certain things, right. It's, scaling is not being repetitive. It's about like being able to have, uh, a, a, a way to expand what you're doing in a, in an intelligent way. Right. It's not yeah. just being repetitive. Um, and how do I do that? And, and still maintain my sanity, running my D2C business, you know, continue baking and, and, and producing for local markets, things like that, but also try to get in front of retail buyers, try to get my, my product on more shelves, right? And I think that, you know, 
I, I always go back to something that I know best is like, you know, when we developed range and one of the things that we talked about was tracking and, you know, what does it mean for us? Having a CRM is, is part is kind of the first step of like, you want to be able to track the things that you've done. So I think the, the biggest thing is, you know, you want to be able to have context, right? So if you're able to track what you did last with a specific context, let's say, you sent them an email sending sending them like thank you for meeting me at this show and da 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 da. Here's my follow-up information. Here's a link to my range profile. Now let's say you sent that email. What you don't want to do is send them the exact same email. Yeah. What you don't want to do <laughs> is assume anything either, right? Yeah. Like a lot of times it's funny because um, we live in this world where knowledge is super powerful for us that's why yeah. crm is so important right but like knowledge of like how we market to people right and that's why all this data is super super important and it's funny because when we talk about like all the tools that are out there that's that support your primary tool of email right it's like what would your follow-ups be how would they be different if i don't know let's say you knew somebody opened an email right if you sent an, an email to a buyer and you knew that buyer opened the email, how would your message be different than if you had no idea? Like, just think about that very simple thing and then think about all the times that that you've assumed that they haven't, that they never responded, Yep. right? And think about how dumb that mess makes you feel. Like, it makes me feel dumb because I I used to to be able to, I used to do the same thing. Yeah. I used to hire people with emails, they're not responding, but I have no idea whether or not they, they, they could have gone on vacation. They opened it and they're going to get back to me in three weeks. Who knows? Yeah. Right. But guess what? They're not going to get back to me in three weeks if uh, they come back for vacation and I've emailed them 72 times. Yeah. Right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, yeah. Totally. I mean, we talk about this all the time in retail ready. And one of the things that I give my students is actually, you would love it. I should send you a copy of it. It's a flow chart. And it's basically like, it starts at the top with the first email. And it's like, if they say this, then do this. If they have opened it, that your email, you do this. If they have not, you wait this amount of time and then you go to this column. And it's basically, it's like you said, you, you take very different action. You should take very different action yes. depending on the recipient's behavior um, and, and response, right? Yeah, just that nuance. Yeah. changes you from being spam to co- to continuing a very valuable conversation, right? Like yeah. in other words, I think, you know, uh, you know, and with that in mind, one of the things that we did at Range Me was we go, okay, um, if you're, if you're for, for premium suppliers that have like, uh, that are like a little bit more mature, what they do is, you know, now when they share their information, we tell them what happens to that, right? So now that we tell them if they open the email, if they shared it, if they've been on your profile, and, you know, what products they looked at and how long they spent on your profile. Just kind of like LinkedIn. Like how LinkedIn yeah. kind of has emails and things like that and tells you a little bit more um, as you, as you, if you're premium. It's the same thing. It's like your follow-up, if, a, if you know someone has opened it, goes from, hey, I want to make sure you got this to um, let me know if you have any questions. Yeah. And uh, um, shoot me the, over the address that I can send samples. And guess what samples you're going to send? You're going to send the samples of the products that you know that they looked at on your that profile. They on. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. And guess where that information goes, where it should go? Back to your CRM. Yes. Open the email, uh, looked at these products, make note to uh, my business partner that when we send them, when we get the address, we send them these samples. Like yeah. that is really, really important. Yeah. Right? Because 
all of that is knowledge. And what you've just done is you've continued a relationship rather than, uh, you know, the, the, the old um, caveman with a club rule, right? If I hit many, and that many, as much, if I hit um, enough people over the head, some of them are going to drop down. And I'll be able to drag them into my cave, right? Like, <laughs> like it, it doesn't have to be like that anymore. It doesn't have to be all volume anymore. It, 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 there is this, this idea of like cultivating relationships, building these relationships, and it's okay to have knowledge, right? To help you build that. You don't have to be like an amazing, if you're a baker, you might not be a, the, the biggest people person in the world. That's fine, right? And you don't have to rely on you yourself leaving a lasting impression to a buyer who's just met 72 different companies yeah. at, at a show to be yeah, able yeah. to be successful. You can have this knowledge and be very smart with what you're doing, right? And be able to still grow these relationships. Yeah, I I love I love shifting the the frame of mind there and and realizing that it doesn't have to be you as the solopreneur being the person <laughs> who does it all and keeps it all in your head and essentially like like wears yourself thin trying to manage it all. Yeah, you're going to have far more success if you do it in an organized fashion. Yeah, and there's tools out there now. Like, like there's tools out there now to help you accomplish this. And whether that be early on, in, you know, if you're early on in, as a producer and you look, you're, you know, I've been a, I've been a year in business and I'm, things are doing very very well, and I'm just starting to get into this like get on the shelf thing, and I'm just starting to get into like making my my you know my products sh- uh, shelf sustainable, and, and you know, it's just getting into that whole conversation about what this means to be supplied into retail, like you can still start small with the methodology, right? Like, it's like, I, I know that I'm going to meet people along this journey, right? So as I'm meeting people along this journey, I want to make note of these people that I meet because who knows how important they could be in my future. Yeah. Right. And then at the same time, like as I grow as a company and as my capabilities grow and as I can get my work, the word out there more. And then, and as I have more people join my company to do marketing and sales and things like that, I want to be ready to do so. And I want to be able to track what they do. I also, I want to be able to track what my company can do. I want to be able to track what the people that I'm reaching out to are doing as well. So, yeah. And I feel like it's so much, it's so, it's so much easier to start when you're small and put the systems in place when you've got a stack of 10 business cards than when you're in year three and you have to undo a whole bunch of work. Uh, um, and that, and that goes for the people who are in year three that don't want to do that in year six. So yeah. <laughs> you do it, like, if you're not doing it now, do it, start, start doing it now. The successful, successful companies that scale very well are the ones that, you know, they think about the infrastructure, think about like how they're going to, how they're doing business as just as important as, um, how amazing their products are. Oh, yes. You, you have fired me up on this topic. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go and like run a free challenge in my retail ready group and get people on board with this because if, you know, I'll just say retail ready students, if you are listening and you do not have a basic CRM, you're going to, you're going to hear from me within our group, <laughs> in our group in a couple of days. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us, Brandon. I feel like you have dropped so much knowledge on our listeners where, where can they find out about range me? How can they keep in touch with you? Where can you be, where can you be found online? Um, so you can, you can find, uh, me connect with me on LinkedIn. Okay. Brandon Leong. Yay. Um, 
you can uh, you can also find me on Twitter. I'm not as active as I should be. I will be more active, I promise. Um, at uh, Bileong SF. Um, for Range Me, we have an amazing Instagram that you should definitely follow because yeah. it's, aw- it's awesome. Uh, it's underscore it's underscore Range Me, and then um, Range Me is across social channels too. So you'll you'll right. be able to find us. It's also if you're a producer and you're a supplier, you should be on the platform anyway. RangeMe.com. It's free to join. Um, and as part of like, you know, you know, uh, being a part of this, of, you know, Ali's world and the suppliers that are listening, you know, if, if you want to drop me a line hit me up on LinkedIn, and if you have any problems, any issues, or just want to learn, um, kind of best practices about the platform. Oh, that's very generous of you. And Watch out. <laughs> oh, Be gosh. careful what you wish what for, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's so nice of you. And I'll, I'll make sure to link all of, all of that contact Thank info you. for you in our show Thank notes. So if you're listening and you want to make sure that you connect with Brandon and have get some feedback there, um, make sure you click through to the show notes. Or as always, you can find us at foodbizwiz.com. And like I said, thank you so much, Brandon. It was such a pleasure having you you. on here today. I really appreciate it. Okay, my whizzes, thank you for listening in. I would love to hear from you. How how did you like this episode? Do you have a CRM? Are you on Range Me? I want to know all of these things. I want to know how you find their platform helpful and what you wish you could do on there. I'm all ears and I know that Brandon is too. So come and join in on the convo in our Food Biz Whiz Facebook group. It is filled with CPG professionals who are launching and growing and scaling their packaged food products. So again, I'm going to link that Facebook group in our show notes and please come and join us. So as always, thanks for listening and make sure you tune on in next week. I have a really special episode. It's a live coaching call with Retail Ready student Anjali Bargava who is the founder of Resilience Turmeric Elixir. And we're going to talk through new product rollout, packaging changes, and how to know when to work on the next thing in your food biz. So until then, have a great week and stay busy. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Whiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.